What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. Today, we're talking about the Xbox's embrace of free-to-play games, a disastrous Twitch Rivals Warzone tournament, and Matt's upcoming PC build. This and more happening now. Let's get started. is the start of a new era here we've got the the joystick chronicles live we're live on twitch come hang out with us you know we're, what uh, i uh i can't watch our twitch i can't have it up at the same time because the delay really bothers me but <laughs> welcome in everybody i've got it on my side screen so it's out of sight out of mind right now uh what's um, going on but we are uh yeah live for the first time we're gonna keep rolling with this so you can find us at twitch.tv slash the joystick chronicles uh, and we'll get a, a schedule set here moving forward. We'll probably stick with our uh, Sunday evening recording time. Uh, we may push up our our actual podcast audio release up a day or so just to sync these up a bit. But for right now, we're we're doing this live and we're going to stick with our same schedule. So we're excited to to make this a little bit more interactive and uh, get some more viewers in here and, and have some live conversations as we talk. Honestly, that's going to be sweet because I would love for people to just be typing questions as we go. We've got... We've got kind of a schedule that we'll stick to, but most of the time we're pretty free form. So whatever you guys have, please jump in here. It's fun. I'd love to field some questions as we go. Oh yeah, we will. Uh, as we as we get a little bit more of an audience here in our live shows, we'll uh, we'll definitely save time for questions, uh, and we'll open it up and make this as interactive as possible to people. But uh, we're really excited about it. Uh, I am. I just invited our boy Matt to see if he could uh, <laughs> join and ask, <laughs> ask us well, questions. But yeah, we'll get him in here. I know boy. he's got a lot of uh, opinions on uh, some of this Xbox news that we're going to talk about, so he can definitely add to it. So uh, let's get him in here, and we'll uh, we'll be sure to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I well, did want to start. Thing wanna, what, I, well, I want to. I want to start as we typically do with our question of the day, and I've got a little yes. bit of a weird one. Um, there, I was debating on which one I wanted to ask because I kind of have two and they're along the same lines, but I'm going to roll with uh, the main one. And this is a pretty hotly uh, contested debate uh, among some of my coworkers. But my question to you is, do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? Oh. <sighs> Starting out with the uh, complicated questions, Kevin. Thanks. <laughs> A hot dog I've has got, to be a sandwich. It's in a, it's in a bun. It's between, uh, it's technically not two pieces of bread, but it's in between bread. Yeah. That's, I that's mean, that's sandwich. how I see it. Yeah. I, I personally agree. I am of the, of the team and mindset that a hot dog is for sure a sandwich. And a lot of people do not agree with me whatsoever. <laughs> Christy doesn't agree with me. She doesn't think it is. Uh, she doesn't What's think her debate is. though? What's her argument? Ever, they always just say it's a hot dog. It's a category of its own, uh, which I, I completely disagree I with. I get it. But at the same time, it's still in between bread. Yeah. It's a, it's a sandwich. Yeah. By, by definition, the Merriam-Webster definition of a sandwich, a hot dog <laughs> is a sandwich. I've looked it up. Trust me on this. You can look it up yourself, but it is a fact. Okay. Well, that's the good other, to know. The other Learning one that, today. The other one that people like to throw on me after I ask them that is, uh, is cereal a soup? And I hate that question. Cereal's not a soup. Cereal's not a soup. I don't like <laughs> but, that at all. I mean, it's like a, it's a cold soup. It's like a gazpacho. 
Oh, it's a disgusting you, thing to think about. Can you about. imagine if you're like, yeah, I'm going to go have some soup and then you pour yourself some Lucky Charms? Yeah. Weird. Just <laughs> munching on the Rice Krispie treats or, or, and, uh, and you're just eating soup. Odd. All right. Well, okay. We, on that, we just on that weird that note. Really quick. <laughs> on that weird note, we're going to transition out of it. Um, and there was some big news before the weekend hit on Friday. Uh, Xbox announced that uh, they're going to be increasing their Xbox Live Gold prices by 50%, which is a massive margin and something that people really were not expecting, just came out of the blue. Um, so as most people, I hope, know, Xbox Live, you pay $60 for 12 months for access, and that's essentially if you want to play any multiplayer game, you have to use Xbox Live Gold. Um, and they announced that that $60 now is only going to get you six months instead of 12. So doubling their price, quite literally. Uh, and people were pretty unhappy about it. I texted you about it right away. What was your reaction? Our boys, our boys chat kind of went off because um, that's ridiculous. I mean, well, obviously we haven't gotten to the part where uh, that, you know, they've, they've uh, walked that back now. But that's, that's insane. Yeah. I, 60 bucks already pay a, basically a subscription service which i've been paying since well you know my dad paid for it for a long time too that was one of the one things that he almost didn't want to give me an xbox because he didn't want to have to you know pay 60 bucks a year for this thing yeah when i first got uh, an xbox and my mom realized that we had to get the the subscription the gold subscription i don't think she was too happy about it that was one where uh when i had a job it was my my job to to cover the cost of the gold subscription <laughs> Yeah, uh, so no, that's ridiculous. 120 bucks a year, plus you got to pay for all these games, and uh, games are not j- games aren't getting cheaper either. I mean, the games are at least 60 bucks, and then if you want to get you know different versions of them, they could be 70. You could have games up to 120. Now the model's kind of flipping though, like we've talked about with the battle royale type stuff and yep. uh, microtransactions. <clears throat> the model. But yes. That's kind of changed, but at the same time, like, man, okay, we we haven't talked about this yet, but I'm getting nearer and nearer to uh, pulling the trigger on a PC, even though I have no room, even where I have nowhere to put it in here, (laughs) nowhere to put it. But it makes that was like I was already pretty much there, like I was going to be looking for parts and stuff. But then when you sent me that about fifty nine ninety nine and basically being one hundred twenty bucks a year, I was like, all right, I might just go ahead and pull the trigger now because yeah why, why would i pay for that i'd rather yeah. just get the pc and, and not worry about that so yeah i think that's a good point do you know when your subscription is up i think i uh oh oh it might be soon it used i remember it used to be oh if it's the same date that it used to be which was january 27th that would be in three days so <laughs> Yeah, I, right. I had that thought the other day when they came out with this is that, I mean, my my subscription is still technically live uh, and I can jump back on my Xbox whenever I want to with that. Um, but I, I had the thought of, oh, I'm definitely going to have to cancel that because I had it on just a recurring charge every year um, for whenever it just renewed. So I was like, all right, don't want to get charged 60 bucks if I don't need it. So Kevin, I guess my question is now that I think about it. Um, because you connect through um, Microsoft and through Xbox to like mm-hmm. our party chats, you probably couldn't do that anymore if you didn't have your Xbox 
account. Um, I think I technically can because it's on PC. I'll have to look at it. Um, but I'm pretty the, sure even without uh, Xbox Live, because there's like the gold and then there's the silver or whatever. And I think Xbox Live silver, unless they've changged that. This is I'm talking I don't like even back know. from the the 360 yeah. days. Uh, it yeah. used to be like if you had Xbox Live silver, which was free and pretty much everybody had that. You could do like party chat. You could send messages. You just couldn't play games uh, together on it. So I think that the gold access was the one that got you the gameplay. Um, so I should be able to do party chat and that shouldn't be an issue. Um, but I guess the, the thing now, the news is that, um, within literally a matter of hours, it was, I think this, the news was originally announced on Friday morning and literally Friday evening, Xbox came back and said, sorry, we messed up. Uh, we're not going to do this. We hear you. Um, people were very upset about this, very vocal on Twitter. Uh, and just we're not having any of it. Um, mm -mm. And it was something that that even I said, like, dang, this is a big move for them. And, and there's going to be a lot of backlash. It was uh, I think Xbox Live Gold was trending on Twitter. And I mean, there were tons and tons of conversations about it. Uh, and they essentially said, we hear you. We're not changing prices. We're actually going to make this experience better for everybody and just completely remove the need to have Xbox Live Gold for any free to play games. So that's Fortnite, Warzone. Anything that you can download and play for free, um, which, mm. as we know, and as we've discussed, is really what the trend is for a successful Battle Royale game. Um, you're not going to need the gold regardless. So if you only yeah. play Fortnite in Warzone and you're not playing uh, like Black Ops Cold War or anything, you really don't mm. even need gold and you can just go without that $60 charge. So Xbox has well, really set themselves up as a now I would say probably the most affordable gaming option um, for any of like the next gen consoles. If you're just going the free to play route, because you can get the Xbox series X, which is 300 bucks compared to the net to the lowest PS five, which is 400. Uh, and you don't even have to worry about the subscription there. Well, what I wonder is we've talked about the business of it. I wonder if they are getting, uh, Microsoft would get any kind of cut from the microtransactions. I wouldn't think so, but if you're getting more, I don't know, if you're getting more traction, you know, you'd be more likely for people to buy Xbox Live Gold and do something else. If, if you can get them like on there playing Warzone and playing those types of games, you could probably still make the purchases for, you know, whatever from the store, from COD yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, I know we've talked about how GameStop gets a cut of any of the Xbox purchases from their store, um, but I don't. I don't think that there's anything set up like that with them with the actual like game studios. Um, but who knows? I mean, that could just be lurking in the shadows that we just don't know about. Uh, one of our playoff games just got decided. By the way, hey, playoff is fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah hopefully you guys are watching us instead of the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> doubtful doubtful we were literally just talking about this before we went live we're like oh we're going up against the playoffs but you know what screw it we're gonna do it anyway hey, we'll talk. <laughs> you guys hang out with us anyway i think for i think for um microsoft i think kind of what you're talking about before it does kind of position them though it makes them look like the good guys and i don't know if that was this was kind of a strategy because they walked that back really quickly 
really quick. I mean, very quick. If this was a plan they were making for a long time, you know, these decisions aren't, that wouldn't be a decision that they would just lightly, you know, just be like, oh, well, let's double the, the price of Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I even tweeted about it. Uh, was it, I think it was Friday night when I tweeted about it. Um, and I, I said, like, listen, hear me out. This could have been the plan the entire time. Because you think about mm-hmm. it, if they're just going to announce that they're getting rid of the free-to-play, um, if, if they're getting rid of the, the need to have gold to have a free-to-play game or play a free-to-play game, um, th- that's not going to stir up any commotion. It's not going to mm-hmm. be trending on Twitter. And now when everybody's fighting for eyes in such a diluted internet and social media uh, related world, yeah. uh, you have to think there's always going to be a wild strategy behind something. So did they push this out, get the bad press on purpose and then backstep and now come out looking like the good guys and really being a leader in the market for Mm-hmm. Anybody looking for a free to play game on a budget, uh, because yep. this is now this has now started a conversation, and it's it's just an interesting thought. It'd be an absolute wild PR strategy, but Microsoft is a smart company, and I've got a lot of money, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot it, of this, talent uh, there. This could have been orchestrated uh, perfectly by them, but I'm not sure. I don't I don't know if we'll ever know. I doubt we will. But no. no. Um, it's a Unless we go work for Microsoft. Oh yeah, it's a wild <laughs> strategy, uh, at least. Well, very interesting. I don't yeah, know. Definitely, definitely interesting. Um, and this weekend, actually, uh, some other big news that's come out of the weekend is um, it's not even news. Actually, it's just uh, the CDL is officially back, and it is kickoff weekend. So um, get the matches are actually going on right now. I think we actually uh, have. Um, Optic Chicago and LA Thieves going at each other right now, maybe. Uh, no, Rocker and Ultra are on right now. Um, I've got hey, pulled up just looking at it. Rocker, shout out to Minnesota Rocker. We Minnesota like the Rocker. Minnesota Rocker. Yeah, they're they're our, they're our first friends in the CDL, uh, interacting <laughs> with us on on social media. Um, Where's Chicago at? You know, we're <laughs> we're just out here from Chicago and yeah, no shout on, outs Optic. from them. We're, we're looking at you, Optic. Come on, guys. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, open for fandom. We're, we're our fan free agents right now. And right now, yeah. uh, rockers leading the charge. So shout out to them. Um, they are getting beat by ultra right now in hard point. So not a great start, but they're up in well, the series two to one. So all, uh, so, all is good there. But the way that actually that the kickoff weekend is, is going right now, I actually think that. Activision took a really interesting approach and they allowed fans to choose the initial matchups for this weekend. Um, really? So the, the, yeah. So the organizations who are all playing against each other in these matches, um, the fan bases voted on who was going head to head. So the biggest one that, I mean, it received like, I think 90% of the vote in the tweet that the CDL put out um, that, everybody wanted to see was optic chicago against la thieves because um hex is just like the godfather of the cdl and nade shot is really good friends with him obviously this is his first year um as an owner in the cdl with la thieves so they're good friends going uh head to head with their two organizations um so everybody was really excited about seeing that so that's the obviously going to be the headline matchup that uh, is coming up here shortly 
Well, don't you wish they had a war zone? Interesting thought right there. <laughs> um, so Activision has confirmed that um, they're looking at Warzone being included within the CDL and bringing mm. a, a Warzone division, uh, for lack of better words, into Call of Duty League. So that would be really interesting. And I'm going to be honest, just as a, a normal consumer of, I don't, I don't know, just speaking from, mm, I don't know, just, just from what is popular at the, uh, right now. I'm not really interested in watching two teams play hardpoint. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I would I mean, love to watch. Like, think about Fortnite. Like, those Fortnite tournaments, that, I mean, people watched those with Ninja and all those guys. Heck yeah. I mean, they were giant. Booga winning three mil. Like, that, that stirred up a lot of press that even, like, like my parents mentioned it to me about this, that young kid winning three million on a Fortnite tournament. Yep. It's like, hmm, that would make sense if we had Warzone, wouldn't it? Because yep. that's probably the most popular thing there is right now. Yeah, and I mean, like you think about just the, the competitive nature of Warzone and even Fortnite, like Twitch Rivals, uh, which we'll talk about, was kind of a disaster um, the couple days ago. I think that was Friday. Um, but Twitch Rivals, I think, has done a good job with, with doing the Fortnite tournament style. Uh, now they've obviously done one for Warzone. The first Warzone tournament for Twitch Rivals got postponed because they couldn't figure out the private lobbies. Um, and then the, the, I guess the first official Twitch rivals Warzone um, that happened was, was on Friday, uh, which we'll get into, but there's definitely a lot of eyes on the big name games and it would make sense for Activision and Blizzard to bring all of those eyes to the Call of Duty League. Obviously the Call of Duty League has a pretty good following. I mean, there's 67,000 people watching, um, rocker and ultra go up against each other right now uh yeah. and i would imagine this number is about to skyrocket when uh the la thieves and optic chicago start but i mean if you throw in a warzone league and you get all the top guys from warzone i mean you kind of treat it like a twitch rivals and the viewership on twitch rivals on when on friday was massive i mean you had swag in there who had thirty thousand people watching him you had uh, tp who had i think like another twenty thousand people watching him um, so it, it was huge and they can definitely benefit from all of that exposure by bringing Warzone into the CDL. And I'd be mm. really interested to see how that works. Um, I mean, we can, we can dive into this a little bit more, but just with the way that Twitch rivals went, um, which if you don't know, there's a, it's really just a big cheating scandal, um, that there were a yeah. lot of accusations being thrown around of people cheating within this tournament. And the way that they have it set up, it's a private lobby. Um, so it's not your typical like 2v2 kill race um, that tournaments are set up as, and you just go into public lobbies and you're just terrorizing the entire lobby. Um, <laughs> you've, get a, you've got a private match of 150 of your top Warzone players, and they're all playing against each other in one, in one game. So really in theory it's an awesome thing uh but in practice it's a little bit different a little bit different because um without a, a dedicated anti-cheat and how easy it is for people to one cheat right now in warzone and two hide the fact that they're doing it mm -hmm. uh is a problem and it's plaguing yeah. competitive warzone um which has led multiple streamers now i know nick Merckx and symphony have both come out and publicly said that they're not touching 
competitive war zone uh, or any tournaments until Call of Duty has an actual anti-cheat answer for Warzone. Um, and I, I would imagine that if Activision is looking at bringing Warzone into the CDL, they'll pr- I would hope that there's an anti-cheat coming along with that. Well, you would hope. I mean, we've talked about it for, I feel like, several episodes now, but all the cheating and it's like an update every week. It's like, ah, oh, yep, I haven't fixed it yet. Added yeah. these other things. It's, haven't fixed the anti, or haven't created an anti cheat yet. So, yeah, it's <sighs> been a problem for a while, and and I think it is going to be a problem for a long time until, obviously, until Activision can figure something out and and uh, and make it happen. I, I did see, um, I think it was maybe it was Modern Warzone or somebody. Uh, on Twitter was talking about how that they've had a couple conversations and it it sounds like an anti-cheat is a lot harder than you would think it actually is. So the Mm -hmm. the viability and feasibility of it actually happening is uh, pretty low. But I mean, if Activision has confirmed that they're considering bringing Warzone into the CDL, um, I would imagine that at least for those competitors, they're going to be doing um, all like hardware checks uh, software checks like they're there's gonna have some sort of uh, procedure in place to prevent cheating for in any form or fashion yeah. um, because I mean you look at the CDL now and uh, at, at least recently as of that I've heard of there haven't been any any cheating uh, allegations or any issues with that so um, they'll have some sort of answer to it but from the general public standpoint uh, really hoping that that they can come up with something and, and make this work because it's a problem. I mean, we've yep. talked about it plenty. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what else do you want to talk about on, do you have anything else on the, uh, Oh, we didn't, we didn't get to talk about, uh, Tommy and Metsy. You want to talk about them? Yeah. So Twitch rivals, um, Metsy was, one of the guys who, well, he actually was the, the big one who was uh, being accused of cheating. And, you know, I can, I can pull up here uh, what this is, what I'm referring to. I've got one of Tommy's tweets pulled up here. Uh, and he said, fully understand the hate I'm receiving and it's deserved. There just wasn't enough to go by uh, to give my opinion on Metsy. From the stuff I saw, I believe something was off, but there wasn't enough to go as far as it did and to have everyone saying he cheated. So, uh, essentially what he's referring to there's a clip um that it showed a riot shield and um it it showed a uh, there a guy with a riot shield another one was coming out of the of the top um top window of a building and it it was really interesting because Metsy was aimed down sight and all of a sudden his aim snapped to uh, the other guy who was coming out of the building. So that was immediate red flag because anytime you see aim just snapping to someone, um, that's a problem. And and many people have weighed in on this. And Tommy was adamant that, hey, like there's something fishy going on here. So he essentially went back through all of Metsy's clips and was just like going through it all with a fine tooth comb. Um, and it kind of got out of hand, to be completely honest. Um, he's like what I showed, he apologized for it, um, calling him a cheater. And it essentially got to the point where um, Metsy gave access to Tommy to remote in his computer to look through like his recently deleted files, 
Um, and this was all on stream. I was watching it for a little bit. That's um, pretty wild. And people like the both chats were weighing in. Like Metsy's chat was like, Tommy, back off. You're being ridiculous. Tommy's chat was like, all right. He's like, we gotta find this, we gotta help Tommy. Um, and and he was it was really interesting because on Metsy's desktop, he had obviously all of his like desk desktop icons. Um, and the way that he had it set up, there were three icons missing in like random spots on those. So everybody thought, okay, those are the those are the hacks that he had installed that he deleted before Tommy got in there um, to hide the fact that he was cheating. And so they were going through his recently deleted files. Um, trying to find something that was fishy. And at the end of the day, Tommy just couldn't find anything. And he then just said, all right, look, I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing that I can say to officially prove that you are cheating. Um, but I'm still suspicious. The reason why people are saying it got out of hand is because Twitch acted really quickly uh, and they kicked Metsy and his team out of Twitch Rivals completely. And this was after the fourth game. So Twitch Rivals is five games of Warzone, and whoever has the top score out of, out of those five games wins. Um, and so after the fourth game, going into the fifth game, the Rivals tournament essentially was just down one team. Um, so instead of 49 teams total, it was 48, and they didn't get to play. And the problem was that if you play in Twitch Rivals, you're essentially guaranteed just by participating, I think it's like 1200 bucks or something, Mm. Um, like even if you place 49th out of 49, you get that amount of money and, uh, people were saying, okay, like Tommy, you should give Metsy your winnings because he messed out on this because of you. And, um, and now you're saying, okay, there's not really any, any cold, hard, like proof that he's cheating. Mm. Um, so it was a whole, a whole ordeal. A lot of people. An absolute ordeal. Wow. Oh yeah. 100%. It's so many people had an opinion on it. Um, and I mean, what I really found interesting was like, I watched the clips, um, and to me, it looked like he was cheating, but it also, I mean, it could have just been a, oh, just a weird clip the way that it looked. Um, but like, there's no, there wasn't any confirmed proof what, um, there's been a lot of talk about how quick Twitch acted, um, and whether or not they acted too quickly and didn't actually uh, like actually go through and evaluate everything. They, I think the backlash that they're getting right now is that, okay, well you should have just let everyone play through and then go in, actually do like a quote unquote investigation into all of this and then make a decision on the back end, not just kick them out right away because it wasn't like conclusive evidence that they were cheating. But Twitch had said, um, there's enough evidence that it's happening beyond a reasonable doubt. So mm. that's where their um, their reasoning came in. And I was I think I read a, a Dexerto article that they said they had reached out to everybody at Twitch to ask for what the procedure is for kicking somebody out of a tournament like that. And they didn't get a response. So mm. really interesting. Kind of a disaster. Sounds and like a disaster. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, this is the problem with tournaments that you're playing and you're not on LAN. And you're going to do it over the internet. Everybody gets to use their own setup. You Mm -hmm. just, you can't necessarily trust the fact that everybody's going to be honest about it. Right. What I'd be curious about, I didn't even, I'm just thinking about this. When they they go on LAN and they do tournaments in person, do they get to bring their own 
uh like i don't know if they were a pc player you get to bring their own mouse or controller Do you I, know yeah, that? The, i'm pretty sure the peripherals and everything they can bring of their own um but the actual like rig itself the pc or the console i mean cdl used to all be on console um, yeah but it's actually this year started that it's all on they can play on pc but they still have to play controller um gotcha. but so so you can bring your own controller um but it's like the the rig the pc that you're playing on the monitor and everything that's all provided to you and it's all set up on the same network so they sense. can play lan that makes sense yeah makes a whole lot okay. of sense anyway well okay there's that mess and then you kind of touched <laughs> on uh nick nick Merckx and symphony saying basically they're not going to compete in those tournaments until there's an anti-cheat so yeah i think i mean i would imagine that we'll get more and more um streamers and just competitive players who are going to say stuff like this i mean um i think it was huskers who tweeted afterwards and he was like i ran into a cheater in the twitch rivals tournament like two out of the five games that i played in um and when you're in a private lobby of 149 players that are supposed to be the best in the world and you're still running into cheaters there's a problem like there's there's a there's a problem bigger than just the fact that there's cheating in the game like you're at that point when you're competing i mean this is a the total prize pool for Twitch Rivals was a quarter of a million dollars. When you're playing for $250,000, there should be no questions of somebody cheating. No. Well, <clears throat> to me, that also feels like those guys, I mean, are obviously way closer to, uh, they'd be way closer to people at Call of Duty and Activision and our developers than obviously we are and the knowledge that we would have. So to me, that says they probably have some kind of knowledge. Like there's not a benefit to them not playing these tournaments, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if anything, it's just frustrating for them because they enter it and then get killed by a cheater and it pisses them off. Like they're <laughs> playing for the winnings, right? Like they yeah. can make a lot of money playing in the tournaments. So they must know something like there should be maybe they maybe they know that there is the possibility that there should be an anti-cheat and there just isn't. And that's why they're trying to like move these. I mean, because they draw a lot of viewers too. they they create uh, they create money for these for CDL or whoever is, you know, whoever run the Twitch Rivals tournament. Yeah, I'm sure they bring viewers and things like that because they're big names. So maybe they're trying to leverage that and say use your money to find an anti-cheat and I'm not bringing my followers with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, there's no doubt that Twitch is going to want the top guys in this, in these tournaments. I mean, they're bringing their own audience into it. Like you mentioned. And when Twitch is going out and having its sponsor, I mean, Twitch rivals is sponsored by Doritos. They're the headline partner of it. And um, I mean, they Twitch, I mean, for the fact that Doritos is putting all this money into it, they want as many eyes on it as possible just for Doritos yeah. fact. Um, and I mean, you think like with Nick Merckson himself, I mean, the guy gets 60,000 viewers on Twitch on a Tuesday because he's playing Warzone or on, on a workout stream or something. Yeah. I mean, his workout <laughs> streams get 20, 30,000 people watching him. And I'm, like, I looked at it one day, I was like, holy crap. Like the community that he's built is just insane because people yeah. will watch him literally do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, just hang out with them. Yeah. Every, they're just chilling with him. Um, and 
you bring that into a tournament and it automatically has just more credibility behind it because yeah. you think, okay, Twitch more Rivals is going on. Uh, and just from the public realm, it's like, okay, you hear Nick Merck's name is in it. That almost legitimizes the fact that this is going on uh, yeah. and people will tune into it because of that. So if you've got 150 of the top guy, like, like, I mean, I, I've already said it. I keep harping on it. There shouldn't be any cheating problems. Just no. get a damn anti-cheat. Just get an anti-cheat. <laughs> oh boy. Well, <sighs> we'll see. I, um, I don't have a ton of faith. I've said it before. No. Um, I'm thinking that if the CDL does adopt the Warzone division and Activision really does invest in a whole league, um, I'd be really curious to see if it comes with it. Um, yeah. I think they can probably do it on their own without having to worry about a public anti-cheat. So will they invest the dollars into it? Who knows? Um, but the, also just the, the setup of how a Warzone League would look. Like, would it be your existing CDL teams and organizations, would they just then form their own Warzone squads? Or is mm. it the guys who are already competing in CDL and they're the ones who are now playing Warzone and they're just essentially doing double duty? I would imagine that's yeah. not going to be the case. Um, and I mean, there's already Warzone pros like Tommy in himself. He's a Warzone pro for 100 Thieves. Um, so I'd imagine like he would be the the headline guy for LA Thieves mm-hmm. um, or however it's set up. Uh, but that's a really interesting thing. And, th- and they've said um, that they're looking to do it as early as 2021. So it could happen this year. Uh, we're just not really sure when that's going to be. So I'm really, really interested to see when that is. And I'm definitely going to be following that. Well, how about like you want to talk a little bit more about the current state of Warzone too? Of course, like like we always like to. Yeah, I think um, Warzone's in a good place right now. I it feels I, really balanced. It does. Um, I mean, I, the attachments are still a problem; those still haven't gotten fixed. But yes. I think we've just all gotten used to the fact that um, it doesn't matter what what attachments you put on your Cold War guns; it's always just gonna be a mess until it gets fixed. So yeah. uh, we're we're kind of just acclimated or, or numb to that uh for just lack kind of, of better figure words. it out as you go you just yeah. have to test out your attachments and stuff yeah and i mean it's it's gotten uh, a lot of publicity for anybody who's making warzone content and like loadout videos on youtube thinking like i mean i'm sure you can talk to anybody who's making content right like you it, immediately you think like tim the tapman or nick Merckx, but i mean yeah. even like a like an imx bell or j god or one of these guys who are making content i'd be more than willing to bet that they are seeing increases in viewership on those loadout videos for cold war guns mm-hmm. uh, because no one knows what yeah. these stats are actually doing and yep. i know i've mentioned true game data before um as that's a that's a great website to reference uh i mean i was even on there the other day when i was trying to figure something out one of the guns and um and just going through and and thinking about okay what attachments is actually going to work um that's that's definitely something that is uh is going to be an issue but other than that i mean i feel like there's so many different options that you could use in it from a weapon standpoint well have you gotten a chance to use the cold war mp5 yet you were talking about it um yeah so i used it a little bit um and i do like it and it's really powerful it's definitely a viable option um and it's a it's it's gonna get you kills like 100 percent 
you're yeah. going to do well with it. Uh, it's got a little bit more bounce than the Mac 10 does, and it doesn't shoot as fast as the Mac 10. Right. Um, to but me, what about the kill time? The, the time to kill is very high. It's, it's like pretty much just above, I think, the Mac 10. Um, but when you factor in just like the rate of fire and just, uh, to me, it's also just the comfort of like, mm-hmm. I'm so used to using the Mac 10 now that, mm-hmm. um, like that's my preference. The Mac 10 um, doesn't move though. That's part of it. I know. You know? It, it's what makes it so good. It, you just melt. I feel like mm-hmm. if I'm going up against anybody close range and I have a Mac 10 in my hands, I don't care what, what other, or what gun that other person's using, I'm going to get that kill. And yeah, I mean, it, they better even also like, have a Mac 10. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you even seen like in some of the games that we've played together in the last week or so, um, like I've just kind of, I I mentioned it a little bit in our last episode. I've just kind of been being a little bit of a lone wolf and just trying to test out the guns as, um, that is on my own. And I mean, I even feel confident just for a short amount of time going off and picking off a kill or two from other Mm -hmm. squads and then coming back because, uh, I'm just, I've gotten so comfortable and confident with the Mac 10. Yep. Um, um, I know, so I mean, I, know. I would say just from a, a Cold War MP5 perspective, um, it's def. I highly recommend using it and trying it out. Um, but it's not going to be one that's my go-to. For me, it's for sure, at least for the time being, is going to be the Mac 10. Till they, uh, till they nerf it. But I hope it doesn't get nerfed. It's right Hopefully now, not. I feel like there's not there's not a gun that needs fixing. Like the DMR is still viable. Uh, you can definitely still it use needed it. needed fixing, but you can compete against it now. Yeah, it's 100%. Not, yeah, like I could have a Kilo or a, what I've been using is the AUG, but um, mm-hmm. there's several different guns, AMAX, and th- we talked about it last week, but there are other options that can compete against it. It's not like if you're in the open field and somebody has a DMR, like you're absolutely done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the big Melted thing... In two shots. I would say the big thing is uh, AMAX one is like 100% is my go-to. I've been absolutely melting with that. The FFAR is really good, not at range. Um, that short to mid range, you're going to, I mean, sometimes if you're good enough with it, um, you can get a better time to kill. Assuming you hit all your shots. The biggest thing is yeah. hitting your shots with that at close range. You can get a better, um, better time to kill with the FFAR than the MAC-10. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the punch that it packs. Um, so that one, I would say close range for sure. That's going to be your best option, but, uh, most versatile, um, actually one that's really, uh, coming back to life, I think is the growl. Um, because what's interesting with the growl and the kilo is that when they had said they nerfed the kilo, what was that? Like three, maybe four weeks ago. Um, the biggest thing with that is that the, at short and medium range, it, it stayed the exact same, but they put uh, a damage drop off at range on that. So once you're past a certain amount of meters, I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what the number was. It might have been like 100 or something. Um, once you get past that, then the damage just goes completely down. It falls off mm-hmm. a cliff, um, but the grouse stays flat for that entire um, distance. So from medium to long range, the Grau is going to be a better option than the Kilo. And the one mm. thing that people like about the Grau is that, one, it has a larger mag than the Amax because you can get 60 mm-hmm. bullets instead of 45. Yeah. And that thing shoots on a rope. I mean, yeah. y- you use uh, we both use the Grau for so long, and 
Um, I mean, the Amex itself just it has a bunch of recoil. That that's mm-hmm. just how it is. I mean, yeah. you're sacrificing your ammo capacity and recoil for the punch that it packs because that thing is so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Growl, you've got a more consistent damage range, and it shoots like a laser. So depending on your play style, I think your most versatile option would be a Growl. Take off the sight on it, use the Archangel barrel, have the what I think is probably the best iron sight in any Call of Duty game in its history. And you can on what the growl on the growl, yeah, on the growl, yeah. the one where it's like the half circle and then the line going up. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just use that, put a sniper or whatever else in your back pocket. And I'm thinking that we're likely gonna start seeing some people using the like the Warzone season one or season two loadouts of the growl MP5. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised or switch out the MP5 for a Mac 10, but I wouldn't Mac, be surprised yep. to see us go back to that. Uh, in a matter of weeks, um, or, and not necessarily the the whole meta, um, but we're gonna see some. Uh, I think like, like a some like groups of people itself. using that. Yeah, once I mean, once one of the big streamers puts out a video about it, you're gonna see more people using it. That goes back yeah. to the uh, the reliance on the content for a lot of uh, just your run of the mill average people here. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do. When yeah. I'm back, you know, I haven't played all weekend. I'll throw in a, you know, I don't know if I'll play tonight, but you know, at some point this week, I might get a chance. And if I do, my dad's calling me for a second time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and when I do, I'll I'll throw on a YouTube video and just be like Nick Merck's. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Best I mean, it, you know, just literally look on Nick Merck's channel or one of the people, and it'd be like, oh, new meta. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, all right, I, let's see what this is. Typically, my, uh, I mean, it. You, it bodes the question of how many videos can you actually like how many how many class videos can you actually actually make that are going to be like the next best thing I feel right. like every video that these guys put out is oh this is the gun that you have to use i mean this gun shreds yeah it's like you know they're they're fishing for the clicks on that and that's fine i mean that's the nature of the business in in being on youtube but I think for me, like the biggest thing when I'm trying to figure out what I'm using is I'll go um, to like a, a J God, a true game data, like I did mention. Um, I mean, even like Tim or Nick or one of those guys, I'll just go to Twitter and like see what they've posted about. Um, if you do a Twitter advanced search, just type in J God and the gun you're looking for. Nine times out of 10, you're going to find a class that's just going to melt people because <laughs> it, that's just how it works. That's the nature yeah. of the business right now. Um, so I, I think we're. I think we're in a really good place with with the Warzone meta, and I personally don't feel like there needs to be a lot of changes to just the way that the guns are um, guns are right now. And the attachments obviously need to change, but um, biggest thing is going to be an anti cheat. And if Twitch rivals didn't open their eyes to the fact that we need an anti cheat at least for competitive, um, I don't know what else is going to. Hmm. Hmm. I want to play again, and I want it to be on the PC. <laughs> That's all I want. Uh, it's gonna happen, and I'm 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 ready to help you build it. I'm excited for you to uh, to experience building a PC. Hey, if anyone has uh, suggestions, Kevin, I've been using Kevin uh, as a resource, but PC and Encyclopedia, has, please 
I'm I'm learning a lot right now. I it's so complicated. It is. Uh, there's there's a ton that goes into it. Um, and really the biggest thing is just reading, educating yourself on how it works. And once you once you figure out the inner workings and and how the the PC functions and what parts you need, it's actually pretty easy and it's really fun. Um, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to physically build at all. Yeah, but you just gotta. Ha- that's the hardest part. I feel like is figuring out what are the right parts and what are compatible for your preferences. So yeah. there's not really a. I mean, there's some cookie cutter kind of PC builds that you can use if you want, but kind of whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I mean, so. if you wanted to go really easy, you could go with a pre-built and you go to like NZXT's build program. You can select the games that you play, whatever budget you have, and they'll build the best PC that you can, that they can for you. Um, I mean, the, the, I think the negatives are just the mantra around pre-built PCs is that you're not getting enough bang for your buck to make it worth it. Because if you know how to build it and you don't mind doing it yourself, you can get all the different parts from different um places like i got mm. like my graphics card I, I literally got my graphics card on ebay from um like a youtube tech reviewer like you're not going to get that from a pre-built program like no. you're going to get more bang for your buck on some of these other websites or different stores um for me micro center was a big one there's a micro center here in chicago so i was able to actually go to the store and talk to those guys i know you don't have one by you um so that adds a little bit of a layer to it but i mean shout out uh pc part picker by the way yeah that's another Rather really good resource at. for you to go through and figure out and that's one too that um i i think pc part picker will tell you if something is not compatible like if you're picking out a an intel processor and you've got i i think really the biggest issue there is if you get an amd processor there's some ram that's going to be intel only compatible um, yeah, that you just need to be wary of. But other than that, yeah, that. I mean, there, there's really not a ton uh, yeah. that you need to look out for. It's just figuring out what, how you want to build it. Because to me, you're better off building it in a way that is going to be, you're going to be able to upgrade it in the future for when you want to upgrade it. Because the beautiful thing about these things, and I keep looking to my to my right here because I'm looking at my PC. Um, yeah. But the the biggest thing is just being able to upgrade it when you want to, because with a console, you're stuck with what you have. But with a PC, I mean, you can switch one part out here and there. And if you're looking for more frames per second in a game, um, you can pick one part, swap it out, and you're going to get that upgrade, whereas you can't do that with a console. So it's just looking at it in a different in a different way. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what I want, too, because I want it to be upgradable. I, I don't want to like buy, but and I was, that's what I was sort of looking at is that there's a bunch of ways that, I mean, I don't know. Somebody was like, don't get into the funk of like waiting six months for the next best thing. Cause there are, there's constantly like different parts and, yep. uh, you know, they release new graphics cards and stuff like that. Like, I just want to get something I, and I want it to be upgradable so that I'm not stuck in like a buying rotation you know, immediately straight off the bat. I want to, I want to buy some of the better things now and be set up for the next, at least like five ish years, depending Mm on how, uh, next gen consoles and stuff up, you know, change in 4k and all all that stuff. But I don't think we're going to get a next gen of consoles within the next four years. It's going to be a while. Yeah. (laughs) 
gonna be a while. But anyway, I think Matt might be on our Twitch. Hold on. Let's see. Can you see can you see our viewers? Let's say. He's getting an update. I don't know. It says we got three so people. <laughs> We're new to this still. <laughs> We're figuring it out as we go. Um, anyway. But uh, talk to us in the chat here. What do we got? Calling you out, Matt. He's in here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to text him. Um, but and it, like, I, like I mentioned to you, I know you had texted me um, just about like the, the capabilities of a next-gen console and what you can actually do in terms of what the gaming looks like. You're not going to get that with a, a mid to low tier PC. You're going to have to spend literally thousands of dollars to, to set up a rig like that. And, um, and I, my response to you was, I mean, you just have to think about the, what one, what games you're playing and two, how you want to play it. Um, the biggest thing is like, you're not going to be doing any 4k gaming in Warzone, in, in right, e like even on, I feel like a next gen console, you're not going to be doing 4K gaming with that. What you're going to want is the is the frames per second because that's really what's going to give you the competitive advantage. So, yep. um, I mean, I would say go with the 1080p resolution, get as many frames as you can, and start there, and just not even worry about what the resolution is. Because um, I mean, once you up the resolution, I mean, even like a 1440p monitor is going to be x amount of money more than a 1080p i think i i would say probably like on average you're 50 to 100 dollars more for a 1440p monitor um so just something to think about with with uh with that when you're thinking console versus pc i'm trying to find the one that i have now where is this i don't even know what the capabilities i have on that one do you have Pretty one built-in in PC part picker? No, I'm just talking about the monitor that I currently have, even. Oh, I think um, uh, when we had talked, I think we, uh, I think you had said it was like a 1080p, 144 hertz, one millisecond response time. Sounds about right. Yeah, so Where I mean, even like you? with the monitor that you have now, you wouldn't even be able to, to experience that 1440p. Right. You'd have to play a 1080, so just something to think about. Um, and then like another thing with the, the next gen consoles is that uh, the HDMI, in order to get 4K, you have to have an HDMI 2.1 cord. And the monitor, most monitors right now do not support HDMI 2.1. If it's either DisplayPort um, or HDMI 2.0. So yeah. you're running, you're gonna run into issues there. Um, and you're not actually going to be able to experience that full like 4K high frame rate gaming anyway. So that's another thing to think about, because if you wanted a, a, a full 4K monitor, um, then you you really just need to think about that because you're going to have to get a new monitor. Um, it looks like we just got a new follower here. Uh, Jet, nice. shout out to you for the follow. Appreciate that. Who is um, it? It's uh, Jet Ice 182. So appreciate that. Um, we're, Welcome uh, we're, to the boys. <laughs> welcome to the boys we're excited to have you uh <laughs> we've uh, coined our audience as the stick squad uh welcome welcome to the joystick chronicles so um we're happy to have you uh but i mean on that note just as a wrap-up i mean is there anything else that you that you wanted to talk about here just about your pc build about warzone in general or even xbox that we had talked about 
Amazing how like quickly we get through these episodes and it's already an hour. And, I know uh, <laughs> it goes I, so we've fast. Just, we've just been talking the whole time. Here's a I'll, I'll read I'll read what my current monitor has now that now that I'm curious because I don't even know if I really understood at the time. Cheers from meant. the UK. Welcome in Jedi. Happy to have you. Hey, let's go, <laughs> baby. Uh, let's see. We're at it's a 23.8 full 23.8 inch full HD. 144 hertz IPS extreme low motion blur adaptive sync free sync. Yeah, so uh, free, when you get into happening. when you get into free sync and vsync, that's a bitch and a half. Um, so I I have with an Nvidia card, it's going to be um, vsync, and then free sync is a like an AMD Radeon card. Um, and so I enabled vsync with my Nvidia card and this the monitor that I have, and yeah. it was just all screen tearing all the time. It was terrible. Um, and so you, you just turn it off like that. I wouldn't well, even see recommend I can turn to use it off it. and on whatever. It's yeah. got the capability. Who knows? Yeah. That. So like that realistically, you're probably not going to use it, but I mean the, the one millisecond response time is, is good. Um, and then it's really what, what the frame rate are, uh, or what the frame rate is, is what you're going to be looking for. Um, yeah. and with it being 1080p, like I said, don't, I wouldn't even worry about, um, the 1440 or the 4k compatibility with those. Nah. Um, but I don't think there's I, anything else. No, I think uh, we're gonna wrap this up. But I am excited we to welcome you to the the PC gaming race once uh, once you get this <laughs> once you get I this know, PC right? going. Figure it out. Well, part of what inspired all this was my birthday in February. So uh, I've got got a few weeks, probably a little less than a month, to to tell the fiance and and my mother as well what I want. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I'm a lion. Uh, I'll do some. Uh, I'll do some research on uh, some parts and see what I can do. Well, it's going to be a, a fun ride and I'm here to help you. Hey, I'm excited too, but I'm also excited. We got Jedi 182. I'm going to be real honest. Yeah, man. Um, Jedi, welcome in. Everybody else who's watching this us, is- welcome in. Uh, this is our first time being live, so we're really excited about it. We're going to keep this up and uh, I'll get a hey, schedule he's going. He's the first comment. He, gets, he should get the credit, you know? Yeah. He's uh, the original <laughs> founding member. Yeah. of uh, the Joystick Chronicles <laughs> stick squad. So we're, we're excited. Yep. The start of uh, something big here. So cheers to you from the UK. Um, sending our love from the States. And uh, we will hopefully see you on the next episode. Uh, we're cheers gonna, to you. Cheers to us. We're going to get a, a schedule going here down below. And uh, we'll likely stick with this Sunday timing. Because um, it, it works pretty well for us. And, and hopefully uh, we, <laughs> we won't have to compete with... Uh, with playoff football here yeah <laughs> well not for much longer but anyway go to at the joystick chronicles follow us on twitter we, we've been posting uh yeah jedi so we post some uh cool clips uh probably at the joystick pod on, on twitter oh at the joystick pod yeah sorry yeah we're now officially twitch.tv slash the joystick chronicles and we are at the joystick pod on twitter um we Find have us. yeah oh. he just asked if we have a facebook page uh we don't have a facebook page right now uh, we're, we're, li- we're live on Twitter. We're pretty active there. Uh, and we're working on a TikTok. Uh, so I've got the account made already and it's Twitter and TikTok are going to be the same. Uh, it's at the joystick pod. Uh, and then you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts. That's uh, we're podcast first. We're turning this into a live show. Um, so it really, uh, we, we've got 10 episodes under our belt already. Um, and then you can go Apple podcast, Spotify. That's where you can find us. So we're happy to have you. And, uh, we're going to keep growing this audience together. 
and we've said it every week um and it you know if you've got any uh suggestions anything jet ice you know but feel free we love the feedback we love anything uh you'd like to see us do any any different uh segments we're open to it so let us know all right Kevin, well that's gonna good? do it uh yeah appreciate everybody for uh for jumping in this first time live as i mentioned before uh you can find us at twitch.tv slash the joystick chronicles uh and we're gonna we're gonna tweet out our schedule too uh and we obviously tweeted out the link beforehand so hopefully uh people coming from twitter and uh they're gonna find us here but um that's gonna be it and uh, appreciate everybody for listening in and we're gonna see you in the next one just follow it on twitter we'll pop by stream whenever i can appreciate that jedi uh, we will see you next week uh feel free to